Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one. Greetings for this meeting. We are excited and delighted to engage once again as we bring you the latest in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. We chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spill. We make it do what we do as we bring it straight to you. It's April 20th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, super fine actor Shamar Moore, who is joining the 50 Club today. The late, great, never-to-be-duplicated Luther Vandross is hard to believe he's been gone 15 years. Today on the national calendar is National Lookalike Day. On this date in history, it is recorded that Harriet Tubman started the Underground Railroad in 1853. And also on this date in 1971, the Supreme Court unanimously ruled that busing was a constitutionally acceptable method of integrating public schools, and Rosa Parks won the Congressional Medal of Honor in 1999. The theme this month is Safer at Home. Each week, we are encouraging you to exercise caution and good judgment as we battle the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic. It is better to be safe than sorry. One thing every expert agrees on is that social distancing saves lives. Here are the latest updates. There have been over 2 million cases reported around the world. We know that number is understated because many people don't get tested. There are people possibly carrying the virus that are asymptomatic, meaning they show no symptoms or very mild. The danger is that those people may pass it to someone more vulnerable to the disease. The United States has had over 700,000 reported cases and over 39,000 deaths. Nearly 79,000 have recovered, leaving a little over 630,000 active cases. The states are planning to gradually lift stay-at-home orders and reopen businesses. Crowds flock to beaches in Jacksonville, Florida, and South Carolina plans to reopen beaches this week, so we'll just have to see how that turns out for them. You can visit my website, talkingwitht.com for more information, live updates, and a link where you can enter your zip code and get COVID-19 information about your area. As always, we salute and offer our gratitude to those essential workers who are going out every day to make sure that communities get what they need. Medical professionals, transit workers, sanitation workers, grocery store workers, and anyone else that helps keep things moving. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Make note, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. If you are a musician and have some music you want to share, hit me up and let us check out your sounds. I look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Let's celebrate people who are on the right track and contributing to our community. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track is trending news and hot topics. How could you be so cold, so rude, so mean? I don't get it. Why me? Why me? How could you be so cold, so rude, so mean? I don't get it. Why me? 
Could You Be by my sweet friend, rising artist out of Atlanta, Georgia, Kelly Morgan. Put your ears on blast. This will go real fast as we check out today's quick bits. Knoxville, Tennessee's Assistant Chief David Henderson has retired from the sheriff's office as it was confirmed that he is under investigation by the FBI. There are multiple efforts going on to celebrate seniors here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Knox County Schools and Nayland Stadium turned up their lights this past Friday to honor the class of 2020. Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs announced furloughs Friday for some county employees as COVID-19 closures continue. The mayor said the furloughs will begin in May for a yet-to-be-determined number of employees in the fee offices in every executive branch department. The furloughed employees will continue to receive health coverage and other benefits. There are many Americans who lost their health insurance when they lost their jobs. It's all just such a big mess. 40% of more than 650 nursing homes nationwide 
with publicly reported cases of the coronavirus have been cited more than once by inspectors in recent years for violating federal standards meant to control the spread of infections, according to the Washington Post. According to USA Today, 75% of U.S. nursing homes have been cited for failing to properly monitor and control infections in the last three years. That's 75%. More than 1,300 inmates at three Ohio prisons have tested positive for the coronavirus. On a nicer note, Michelle Obama is hosting a weekly story time for kids, and Colin Kaepernick is donating $100,000 to coronavirus relief efforts targeting communities of color, while NBA star Russell Westbrook donated 650 computers to underprivileged students in Houston so they could continue learning from home. Walmart and Sam's employees will be required to wear face coverings to work. Speaking of Walmart, the company just hired 150,000 workers and plans to hire 50,000 more. Everybody's Talking With Tea, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, listeners, it's that time of the show where we review trending news. And today I have the know-it-all, Professor Jay, and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. So as we look for ways to acknowledge and celebrate the many seniors, whether it be high school, college, any other program, there are two that won't celebrate. In a time when we would hope that the world would come together bigotry and hatred still rises through ignorance as revealed in this next story i'm getting ready to share it went viral about two high school seniors out of georgia who posted a racist video and you can check this video out on our website but i'll warn you it's disturbing the superintendent of their school district expelled the two which means they won't graduate now not in the sense like many of our other seniors aren't getting a march across stage they're expelled And I wonder if they're still laughing like they were in the video. It's just not worth it. Why you just can't be ignorant in silence? And I heard a comedian say this past week, we can try to find a cure for a lot of things. We can try to fix a lot of problems in the world. But one thing we can't cure, we haven't been able to fix, is stupid. You just can't fix stupid. And that's exactly, in my opinion, what being racist is. Stupid indeed in this case. Uh the young lady involved has since posted a very lengthy apology. However, a lot of people who have read it have told her to save her tears, and her apology is pretty much useless. Right, because what she posted was in her heart and mind at the time, and it rests in there somewhere. And I don't know why they didn't think there would be consequences from that, but she pretty much put a mark on her life. You know, this is going to be difficult to recover from. Yes, it is. She expressed how this has messed up her life, the university that she wanted to go to. She's no longer um, accepted there. I would have respected her and the young man more if they would have just come out and said, okay, I'm a racist. I don't like black people. I mean, you said it. Well, essentially, that's what they did in the video. And then the apology always comes when you get caught. But they put it out there for everybody to see because it was a TikTok video. I don't know what they thought would come of this, but let this be a lesson to others who are considering these activities. 
there are consequences. Now, you know, some people do get away with things, but not in the manner that they did. And uh, I'm glad that they are receiving these consequences. And I, and I really don't wish that it marks them for the rest of their lives, but just enough for them to know that this is not acceptable. Well, I understand that this pandemic is especially difficult for those suffering depression or mental illness. I read a heartbreaking story about a 15-year-old teen who committed suicide. Her family believes she was struggling to cope with being isolated. Joviani Smith out of California was very active and involved in sports, but she struggled with mental health issues, and when sports were stripped away from her, she couldn't handle it. So here's the thing. She's just one of at least five cases of suicide in her neighborhood. And another thing to think about is the depression caused by being consistently exposed to the perils of COVID-19. You know, when you're looking at the news or you're reading stories or you're scrolling through social media or the Internet, what do you see? People sick, people dying, people losing jobs, people losing their health care or their homes. There are children who are being orphaned. Parents are losing children. People are losing friends and coworkers. It's just all overwhelming. And if you've been spared from tragedy related to the coronavirus, don't take it for granted. And that's really difficult to actually say because it's impacted everybody in some shape, form, or fashion. Even if it doesn't impact you directly, like you said, you're still being inundated with statistics and images from the media. Mm-hmm. Yes, I try not to watch the news and everything, especially the national news so much because every time you turn on the TV, it's something about the corona and it's always a new symptom and it's always, um, you know, they saying, you know, we haven't met our peak yet here in Tennessee. And I'm thinking, well, y'all said the peak was uh, two weeks, going to come two weeks ago. So you just never know. It's always something new coming up because they really don't know, you know, what's causing it you know, what it's going to do. You know, some people are asymptomatic, so you have to be worried about that. It's just it's just a lot. Me and Tanisha were talking about it earlier with a friend. It's just too much sometimes. Right. You don't know what to do. And you think about it, if you get tested and you're positive, then you have to stay quarantined for 14 days. But there are people who are going to get tested and who are going to test positive who have had no symptoms, they're going to be feeling fine. And you can't convince me that all those people who've been walking around feeling fine are going to stay quarantined for 14 days. And then you have the people who will test negative and they'll think, oh, well, maybe I'm immune or I can go on about my life. So it's a catch-22. All right, so back to the mental illness. We know that our country and particularly our urban communities have been struggling with mental illness as there aren't enough facilities, people have not addressed it and been treated for it. And so when you couple that previous condition with what's going on currently, I can see it being an issue. For those people who need interaction, I can imagine that this is wearing them down, and I can just pray for them. I don't know what it's like, but it has to be hard. It certainly is because it seems as if 
you know, life for everybody just changed instantaneously without much of a warning. Right. And some would say we didn't have much of a warning because some of the powers that be didn't take the threat seriously from the beginning. All right. Well, we're not going to bring up the orange one this week. Okay. All right. Well, people are rallying and protesting, wanting businesses to open. And I'm still not too sure about that, but I do want to go on record to say I understand. I've exercised caution. I've followed the CDC and the local recommendations, but I'm also fortunate. I mean, it has to be pretty challenging, and and that's just because I can't think of a stronger word not to know how you're going to feed your family, to be in fear of losing your home, not to have a job, and not to know when you'll be able to get a steady income again. And so... I think I understand those people, but my heart just doesn't want the virus to continue to spread and kill people. But my heart also hurts for those that are losing their jobs. So I don't know, y'all. After the all clear, I think I need to give a little more time and see what happens to those who dare to test the waters. Yeah, a lot of people on social media were saying that they didn't let other people go first and then come out about maybe two weeks later. Yeah, because like you mentioned earlier, it's so much that's still unknown. And, Pam, you said we're hearing something different every day. Every time you turn around, it's a new piece of information. Right, and then I was telling you earlier where I was the the nightly news and they were talking about some cases and the people couldn't figure out where they caught it from. They said they were just having eye pain. So they did some further research and so it was transmitted through their eyes. And so now I said, now do I have to get goggles now? Bad enough I'll be in a whole hazmat suit <laughs> to go to the store. But now I gotta get some goggles too. It's I told you and that's enough to stress you out and mess with your mental well being. Or, right, or so much that you're like, okay, well, I can't win for losing. So I might as well just keep living my life the best I can and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, in my opinion, I really don't trust that we're ready. I keep reading oh, heartbreaking. God. Yeah, I keep reading heartbreaking stories about communities losing people to the virus where you have families that are losing multiple people. And there are several discussions going on now about how hard COVID-19 is hitting black communities. And there are several reasons shared to include inadequate health care, disproportionate underlying health issues, not taking the warning seriously. And, of course, a lot of people of color are essential workers. So I don't know. But whatever that recipe is, we know that it's hitting the black communities, you know, pretty hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're definitely uh, seeming to be at a disadvantage here. So <sighs> that that long side this week was a, a side of when is it all going to be over. Right. And then I was reading also that we're not getting tested by we people of color are not getting tested at the same rate. So when it hits, it hits hard because you have people walking around that actually have the virus and are just spreading it. Right. 
And I know down here in my neck of the woods, they've been very intentional about making sure that testing sites set up in very high populated areas where people who may not have access to health care can get tested. Mm, okay. Yeah, and I was wondering, you know, at one point they said they didn't have enough enough tests. Now they have an overabundance, it seems like, because they're giving all these testing and you don't have to have any symptoms. So did they have them all along when we could have been tested weeks and weeks ago? But they said now when you go through, at least here, when you go through the drive-through test, it could be 72 hours to a week before you get your test results. So are you supposed to quarantine yourself during that time till you get the test back, or do you keep doing what you've been doing? Because what's the difference? They said you're supposed to isolate yourself until you get your test results back, and then if they're positive, keep going to quarantine. So we need a definition for isolate and quarantine. What's the difference? Hmm. I don't think there is much of a difference, Professor. It's a very fine line. Um, with isolation, from what I have read, from what I've seen, you are the only person who occupies that space. Quarantine, you know, you're allowed to move around your house, simply around the people who live with you. Nobody else oh, okay. comes in, nobody else goes out. Oh, okay. All right. Still along these lines, but we're going to change the angle a little bit. Some people who claim to be of the faith are trying to profit from the desperation of people amid this pandemic. Missouri sued televangelist Jim Baker for selling fake coronavirus cure. Now, keep in mind, he stepped down from his previous ministry after that big scandal and later spent several years in prison after a jury found that he had defrauded his viewers out of millions of dollars. That's not all. There was a federal court in Florida. They had to enter a temporary injunction against the Genesis Church of Health and Healing, requiring them to immediately stop distributing its miracle mineral solution, which they say cures COVID-19, Alzheimer's, autism, brain cancer, multiple sclerosis, and HIV AIDS when it's actually a bleaching agent. And I was thinking, yeah, it probably does cure all those things because you'll be dead if you sit there and start drinking bleach. Clearly. Okay. So, wait a minute. Jim Baker Mm -hmm. in the Genesis Church. Yes. But also Kenneth Copeland supposedly Uh eliminated the coronavirus by blowing his breath on TV. So can we get all these preachers to get together and, you know, come to some kind of consensus? <laughs> and I saw some some preachers uh, down at, on Kingston Pike today, you know, they were protesting about opening Tennessee back up and everything. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, he said, we live, you know, by faith, not by fear. He said, Cause God told me that I could pick up poison and it not do anything to me. And I'm just looking at the TV like, Really? Wow. In the main line. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we need to call them. And I, I got several things I'd like to tell them that I won't. But I saw that a Louisiana pastor who held services anyway asked people to donate their stimulus checks to evangelists because they haven't been able to collect their offerings. Oh. <sighs> now, that was my long side, Jay. I don't know about that. I mean, I get spreading your blessings to the less fortunate charity or even church. 
but something about this pastor's message didn't sit right with me. Now, he did say he and his wife and his son were donating their entire stimulus payments, and so at least he's practicing what he preaches. Well, as for me and my house, I should hold on to all of my checks. <laughs> I, I'm going to give away a little, but I, I needed those coins as well, Jay. I think my stimulus check went to the wrong address. I think it went to 42 Wallaby Lane, Sydney. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know what? Well, we got to talk really quickly about the Kenyan governor, Mike Sanko, who has that COVID-19 care package. I don't know, Dad. Y'all seen that? Oh, yeah. Is this okay. Is this the you know who's putting the Hennessy in the, the COVID-19 care package? Yes, he's including a few small bottles of Hennessy. He said that cognac was a throat sanitizer. I guess that's from the book of Coronalations, chapter 40, verse 10. Well, all right, then. <laughs> sanitize your throat and feel good. With Hennessy. Mm. You won't feel nothing for sure. Well, look, y'all, as we live in a time of uncertainty, and face what some call a new normal. One thing that has remained is our effort to bring a new show each week to our listeners. So I encourage you to visit TalkingWithT.com for links to the stories we share and catch up on past shows. Each show is different. And we are proud of still being able to say that we have produced 256 unique shows. And so, my friends, isn't that something? And you know, in June, we'll be coming up on our five-year anniversary, five years without repeating a show. Well, I guess that's it for this bit. And as always, I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded that you can call in with your thoughts or opinions on the Talking with T Talk line. That's 865-409-1170. Again, 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com, share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. If you have announcements, message Talking With Tea on social media or visit our webpage to contact us. Also, be sure to subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. For more Knoxville news, don't forget to check out The Enlightener. Visit my other Facebook page, The Village of Knox, or stay tuned to Knoxville's only urban radio station, Jammin' 99.7. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Until the lion has his own storyteller, the hunter will always have the best stories. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.